Welcome to Ask Say the Podcast. This is Say Tioko speaking and you are now listening to episode 15. It is another Saturday you guys and I hope you had a good week. I am very very excited to be sharing this particular podcast episode today because I think that this topic is a very popular one and it is something that we can all learn from talaga especially during this pandemic. One of the most asked questions whenever I do my Ask Say segments is related to anxiety, especially during this pandemic. It's a very, very challenging time and not a lot of people talaga are equipped when it comes to handling this type of situation and it can really take a toll on the mental health. So for today's topic, I invited a very special guest to interview and she is my best friend from grade school, Joanne Ongsitko. Joanne is a Florida-licensed mental health counselor, a board-certified national counselor, level 2 certified complex trauma professional, brain-spotting practitioner, and has also completed levels 1 and 2 trainings of the Gottman Method Couples Therapy. Joanne provides relational and culturally sensitive trauma-informed mental health and substance use counseling through online telemental health service. Let's all welcome Joanne. Hi, Joanne! Hi! So good morning sa akin sa'yo is good evening since good Joanne evening. is all the way in Florida. Thank you so much, yes. Jo, for, for allowing this interview. Of course. Joanne is the perfect person to interview because today, again, we have a topic that is related to anxiety. A lot of people kasi jo, here in the Philippines and I think all over the world mm-hmm. are really battling anxiety during this time, lalo na this mm-hmm. time. No? So my first question for Joanne is, why do a lot more people feel anxious nowadays? Maraming different reasons for mm-hmm. why we feel more anxious nowadays, especially given the pandemic. Because I, I think a lot of it is, syempre, loss of sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Yung loss of sense of control natin. Big, big lang. From one day to the next, big lang nagbago. So there is a grief period. So grief and loss doesn't just have to do with someone having to pass away or die. Grief and loss can be any transition in our life, especially when it's unexpected. So, kahit anong plano natin or kahit anong, you know, yung naging plano natin for 2020, parang naging biglang nawala, biglang nagbago, mga vacations, mga events, mga um, kung ano-anong mga travel plans or something like that, or even work and financial plans and security plans and everything like that, we had to pivot and recalibrate somehow. So, there's a lot of more anxiety because there's so much of that fear of the unknown, Mm-hmm. A lot of times that, that we kind of go through. And you know, Joe, a lot of people message me that their pattern of sleep sobrang mm-hmm. naiba talaga. Like sobrang hindi sila makatulog or basically it changed ng bonga. So, so what can you say about that? Sleep usually na-apektohan kasi lalo na pag yung, yung mind natin is continuously running. So if we're constantly overthinking or constantly having a hard time focusing or concentrating or um, just kind of grounding ourselves that does affect yung sleep natin. Siyempre, either if we're sleeping more, we want to kind of check in on are we experiencing maybe any kind of depressive symptoms just because, so with that, I want to clarify, just because we experience depressive symptoms doesn't mean we're clinically depressed. 
agad. So it's kind of one of those things where we might be experiencing certain symptoms and we want to be able to address them acutely, um, but it doesn't automatically equate that there's something wrong or there's something that we need to quote-unquote fix. So sleep patterns usually does get impacted or maybe even nagkakaroon tayo ng mas maraming, mas maraming panaginip or nagigising tayo in the middle of the night kasi hindi talaga tayo parang, maka, parang makalma. Hindi tayo makaparang relax ng todo-todo as in, as in before. Much like kanina yung sinasabi kanina with anxiety, we're now experiencing it within the body. So the mind and body are, are quite connected and interconnected like that. So anytime there's something like more stress or more uh, concerns that we're kind of going through, we do experience it in many different ways within the body and in, within our own emotional health. That's super interesting, Joe. So a lot of people on social media, especially nowadays, they use the term anxiety and depression loosely. And I see a lot of posts sabi nila, please don't use that in a light way kasi yung iba talagang sobrang depressed and sobrang na-diagnosed talaga sila. So what can you say about that? Like, can you self-diagnose? Like, when I go on Google, I can Google symptoms and then lalabas sa WebMD. What can you say about that? <laughs> Definitely do not recommend Dr. Google or WebMD any of that because syempre it's it's hard to really um, get a, a gauge of what you're going through in a in an objective kind of way when you're experiencing it subjectively it's easy to feel alone it's easy to feel like your symptoms are um, either worse or maybe not so bad or anything like that especially when we're trying to convince ourselves that no it's fine i'm okay but maybe really something's not necessarily that okay. So part of it is emotional honesty within ourselves na sometimes it's okay to ask for some support. Yun, I think yun yung pinakamahirap, especially when we use like anxiety or depression as um, like a common vernacular na, si, na sabi lang natin, oh no, I have anxiety or no, I have depression. When maybe we haven't yet really kind of considered what that truly means. Not necessarily for everybody else, but really like for yourself, what that truly means for you. Because I again pretty frequently from you know social media that oh no, I have like OCD, OCD mm-hmm. tendencies, all that stuff. It becomes so common that sinasabi ng ta- mga, mga na especially when they maybe are a little bit more organized or more maybe perfectionistic tendencies than But that doesn't automatically equate that you might have. OCD because OCD has so many different severities and um, kind of in a spectrum. Na OCD can be so severe na sobrang nahihirapan na yung tao na, na ma-accomplish yung activities of daily living nila. So it's really hard to just say and kind of like joke about it usually too na, oh no, I just have OCD and it becomes kind of like a joke, joking kind of um, conversation yeah. for some people. That's true, no? I see that always. Para, oh my God, I'm so organized. OCD, ganyan, ganyan. But when I watched, actually kahapon lang to jo, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. Si Dr. Bailey, she developed OCD. As in, hindi siya maka-operate ng mabuti. Yeah, so it's a, it's a disorder, yes? Yes, it's absolutely a diagnosable disorder and it has many different spectrums. So the next question is, how important it is to take care of your mental health during this time? So is there a comparison, Joanne, if you can compare before the pandemic and after? Was there a change in terms of you know, your clients seeking therapy? Meron talagang change kasi I think, um, especially as we move through since this pandemic started earlier this year to now, it's September. Um, so there has been some shift 
in terms of really refocusing and reprioritizing our life. Because right now, it, it's kind of forced us to enjoy the simple parts of life that maybe before we were taking for granted or before we were kind of saying like no when i have more when i have more time then i'll do this when i have mm-hmm. more time then i'll spend time with family maganyan but now it's kind of putting that into to to focus na we don't necessarily have to kind of constantly be in this um, almost like capitalistic mindset now we always have to work work 8 10 12 hours a day or like make as much money as we need to make and all that but really what's the most important part of your life so i mean mental health bef- pre-pandemic and post or maybe it's still pandemic but in the mangyayon pero syempre the anxiety levels the stress levels the depressive symptoms levels have certainly gone up but i think it, there's also been some development of hope for a lot of people as much as there has been grief and loss and suffering there's also been some hope for some this question naman i think a lot of people really want to hear from a professional like you since a lot of people think that when you seek the help of a therapist or a counselor in the Philippines, Joha, there's still mm-hmm. that stigma na, ay, oh my God, baliw siya. Di ba, may mm-hmm. Pilipin- Ang daming ganun sa Pilipinas. And again, it's unfortunate because mental health talaga has been such a priority na. Like 2020, ang dami na nag-isabay, you have to prioritize mental health. Parang ano lang siya, parang physical health lang siya. So, mm-hmm. My question is, what is the best way to overcome anxiety? Kunwari, a normal person, he or she feels like she has the symptoms and everything. As a mm-hmm. professional, what can you say to her? Um, so, depending on how we experience anxiety naman, kasi nga, there's, there's always a different way of, of how we experience anxiety. Every individual is different. But if we were to kind of go with certain um, you know, ways of kind of self-help, you know, without necessarily feeling as if we maybe need extra support from somebody else, whether it's a counselor, a therapist, or a family member, or anything like that. There's other ways that we can maybe identify different coping mechanisms. And a big part of the work that I do with my clients is really challenging ourselves and practicing emotional honesty. What I mean by that is a lot of times, kind of like, you know, there's many different opportunities occasions na sinasabi natin sa sarili natin, nope, it's fine, I can do this on my own, or nope, it's fine, it's not that big of a deal, I can, you know, um, just move forward. And and so we end up kind of going through the motions a lot of times when we say those things to ourselves. So our narratives within ourselves are so powerful. Um, so practicing emotional honesty and how we kind of try to challenge some of that is really giving ourselves that space. We may, we can still tell ourselves that it's it's going to be okay you know, this is kind of one of those challenges that we're going to go through. At the same time, it's also okay to acknowledge that maybe we're feeling sadder than we have been, you know, today. Maybe we've been feeling more um, restless or feeling some dis-ease or discomfort within ourselves. And sometimes giving ourselves that space and that room to just feel that feeling. Not to say that we're going to let ourselves drown in that feeling or, or wallow or whatever whatever it may be. Pero siyempre, we still have to be able to give ourselves that that acknowledgement and validate our own feelings. Kasi if we're kind of constantly um, looking for that from other people to say, no, 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 it's fine, like you're okay, all that stuff, a lot of times we do feel still dismissed. And that's that's usually when we tend to feel like we're the only ones experiencing what we're experiencing. So 
we also want to kind of watch out for the toxic positivity kind of um, mindset. We can't necessarily just out positive our way through what we're going through. So emotional honesty is a big piece that I would encourage. And also really exploring coping mechanisms, grounding strategies so that we can feel a little bit more um, present and intentional within ourselves. So some grounding strategies, some coping mechanisms can be um, practicing progressive muscle relaxation. I kind of take it easy on telling others like, no, just breathe through it or whatever it is. Because siempre, depending on how intense our anxiety might be, if we're bordering, let's say, if, if it's on a scale of one to 10 and our anxiety is at an eight, let's say, taking a deep breath at that moment might actually exacerbate that anxiety because we're going to have a hard time decompressing. We're going to have a hard time regulating our emotions at that moment. So we want to be able to actually also acknowledge the intensity at which we're feeling what we're feeling so that we can apply an appropriate coping strategy at the moment. And you know, Joe, a lot of people live alone, like me. Mm-hmm. And during the first few months of the pandemic, I feel like I really bonga. As in, cry, 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 and then okay ako, and then cry, cry, cry ulit. Remember, I called you. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God, this one we can include. So I called Joanne up. So, ano oras sa'yo yun, Joe? Umaga. Gabi kasi ako tumawag eh, di ba? Umaga dito. Tapos nag-video call kami, iyak ako nang iyak sa kanya because I was going through something personally, relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So feel mo ba? Ako feel ko kasi, halo yung emotions ko doon with the relationship and the pandemic. Do you think so? Yeah, of diba? course. Kasi, kasi parang na-exacerbate talaga. Parang na, 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 naging layer upon layer yung mm-hmm. na-experience na natin. So it feels more intense. It feels more like, okay, who do I run to? Especially when we have to stay at home. Who can I call? Who can I talk to? Mga So going back sa, mga, sa sinabi ko kanina, this is still a grief period for a lot of people. So especially when we're going through like, what you were saying, relationship issues. And Shampre, it's kind of a little bit more difficult to navigate through our own feelings in that moment when we're already dealing with the stressors of, you know, what this quote-unquote new normal is at this point. So there's a lot of just overwhelming emotions all at once. Speaking of seeking professional help, Joe, are you open to getting clients from the Philippines? Yes, I am open to it. Um, definitely checking with regulations in the months of Philippines. So want to make sure I'm not, you know, um, stepping on anyone's toes, but definitely open to that. So I'll have all of Joanne's information down in the information box. And may I ask lang, how do you do your counseling sessions now? Is it via video calls? Yes. So right now, given the pandemic, definitely switched over from um, in person to secure video sessions. It's secure. It's um, here in the U.S. There's this thing called HIPAA compliant, which really keeps your confidentiality and your privacy in place. So it's not just like, okay, let's go FaceTime or maganyan. So we want to make sure that we're kind of cultivating as if you're coming into the office. Um, it's different because it is online. So we want to kind of um, take into consideration kung may privacy ka or kung you have your headphones if you don't necessarily have the um, room for yourself or something like that and your your own comfort level in terms of engaging in the session. So it's secure, it's private, it's confidential. So as a closing job, what can you say to everyone who still thinks na seeking professional help, therapies, counseling, what can you say to them if they still feel na 
it's uncomfortable na feel nila value sila when they do it. What can you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's that's a really challenging kind of um, mentality for ourselves, syempre. So I think one thing I'll say to that is um, see where it takes you. So try it out, see how far, you know, like I think ultimately it comes back to ourselves in terms of how willing and open we are to kind of just seeing where it takes us. So you can still have your hesitations, you can still have your apprehensions, but siempre if you if you're kind of even thinking about it if you or if you've thought about it in the past there's this part of you that might be curious so checking it out just maybe a part of it too is like when when it comes to counseling or therapy finding the um, the right fit or the right match for you and you know siguro medyo you're you're finding the vibe with that person then is important so if you're not necessarily feeling comfortable with a certain individual or certain provider there's always other ways to, um, you know, find a different one or like find one that you feel a little bit more comfortable with. It's a part of the journey. So a lot of times I tell my clients that, you know, maybe I'm able to help them in the first part, in the first leg of their journey. And then later on when they're, you know, trying to work on something else that maybe, you know, is a little bit different from what we've worked on and they feel like, okay, maybe I need somebody else that's okay. It's not personal to me. It's more so, it's not about me. It's about your healing. It's about your healing journey at the end of the day. So that's important to kind of um, really check back in with yourself. When it comes to stigma, that's that's a whole nother thing, especially in the Philippines. Mental health is still quite stigmatized in a lot of different ways. So we want to be able to, again, check back in of, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for somebody else? You know, so when when it's kind of one of those questions where there is that again going back to the curiosity curiosity piece whether it is that you're doing it for somebody else to kind of appease them or just kind of you know explore like where this is going to go there is still this part of you that's you know willing to kind of explore where this might take you so i would just say keep an open mind as best as you can try to practice some patience and really trust within yourself. Trust your trust the process that it might bring you. Before I let you go, Jo, I want to say congratulations. I want to say to everyone, nakakakasalang ni Jo, to a wonderful man. So she is now Joanne Angsitko Cayero. I love it. Congrats, Jo. Thank you. And you had a Zoom wedding. How was that? I did. Very weird. Very interesting. Very pressure. <laughs> Lots of pressure. Kasi syempre, sobrang ibang, ibang pivoting from mm-hmm. the original plan to, to trying to make it work online, trying to make sure we had everyone um, invited. Mm-hmm. Syempre, time difference and time zone for people in the Philippines. So, super early dyan at that time. Kasi we had it at 6 o'clock ng gabi dito. So, 6 a.m. over there. So, mm-hmm. super early. Pero... It worked. We had it recorded. So we'll do it again next year. That was such an interesting conversation. Again, thank you so much, Joanne, for allowing this interview. I know na ang daming matutulungan ng podcast episode na to. I'm so happy that you did it with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And that ends our episode for today. I hope you guys learned a lot from Joanne. That was such an interesting conversation, especially 
during this time. Again, that was all about handling anxiety during the pandemic. I hope you guys learned a lot and please do share your input or your reactions about this episode by posting on social media with the hashtag AskSayThePodcast. A new episode is coming out next week, so make sure you set your alarms because we have another interesting episode coming out Saturday next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.